0: Listeners, you're welcome to Family Alive Ministry, a.k.a. FAM. God began the world with a family, and it must be our goal to maintain that plan. A godly family will produce a godly world. We hope as you listen to this message, the vision to restore God's plan in families would be impressed on your heart. Now, today's message. So, I want to look at your neighbor and tell them, Neighbor, this month we are handling purpose. Are you, Are you ready? 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 Amen. So, Acts 13, 36. Acts 13, 36. You can give me the amplified version. It says, For David, after he had served the purpose of God in his own generation, For David, after he had served the purpose of God in his own generation, fell asleep. Fell asleep in death. And was buried among his fathers and experienced decay. For David, after he had served the purpose of God in his own generation, some say his own generation hallelujah, fell asleep and was buried among his fathers and experienced decay. PT says, for after he passionately saved God's purpose for his generation, he died. For after he passionately, someone say passionately. Passionately, passionately the word, served God's purpose for his generation, he died. He died. He was buried with his ancestors. And his body experienced decay. Now, this I highlight three things out of this scripture. One, there is a God purpose for everybody. There is a God purpose for everybody. There is a God purpose for everybody. Amen. And you, the two, you must serve that purpose. You must serve that purpose. There's a God purpose for everybody. Number two, you must serve that purpose. And then number three, that purpose has time limit to it. That purpose has time limit to it. So first, there is a God purpose for everybody. Two, you have to serve that purpose. And three. That purpose has what? Time limit to it. You cannot talk about purpose without mentioning Dr. Miles Moro. So I want to say there's a quote. It says, the greatest tragedy in life is not fear, but life without a sense of purpose. The greatest tragedy in life is not fear. It's not fear of death. It's not, fear. it's not even fear of dying young or dying young. It is it's that you lived, but you didn't live your purpose. That's the greatest tragedy in life. So, anytime we go to the um, funeral or we hear the death or the passing of somebody we know, the question we must ask ourselves did the person live out their God assignments, their God purpose? Are you in the house? So, I want to take it one after the other. First, there's a God purpose for everybody Isaiah 46 verse 10 NIV says I have I will make known the end from the beginning that's God speaking from ancient times what is to come what is still to come I say my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please hallelujah Shall we read it again I make known what the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. Tell me about what there's some things that are still to come. Yes. Hallelujah. If you're a student of history and you look at all the things that have come, gone by, past, you think that oh, there's something that, I, that is to come. So much history. But I, I want to tell you about no matter what has happened, there's still something to come. Amen. There's still something to come. There's still life to be lived. There's still purposes to be for, uh, unfolded. God's purposes are still being unfolded. It says, I say my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. Job 42, verse 2, after Job going through tragedy and going through difficult times, and, and Job felt like he had, he had the says to go and ask God certain questions. And he asked God certain questions. And God said, okay, Job, you too, I will, ask, I will also ask you questions. Then after God asked Job certain questions here and there, by the time God, section A, <laughs> subsection B, God asked Job all these questions, Job came to a conclusion. Job said, I know that you can do everything. And that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. Because sometimes when it, it looks as like if the enemy has a free range running through and ransacking your life. It looks as if the one who has purpose is more the devil than God, because sometimes the devil can be very persistent, consistent. I'm telling you, pushing through his agenda when it comes to your life, and it makes you question whether is there God, is God doing something? Is there a purpose? Is there a plan? You know, but Job came to a conclusion after God here and there. Job didn't, God didn't say much. God rather asked Job. You know, there's a way you can ask somebody a question and then wisdom comes to them. <laughs> aha uh-huh. foolishness leaves them just by one two three questions then they realized that okay I was going the wrong path that's what God did to Job to, one to one, two, Job said mm, I know that you can do everything someone said I know you can do everything look at your neighbor next to another person God can do everything oh shake the person, tell the person I don't care what you are going through I'm telling you God can do everything God can do what everything even if you're at a state where your marriage is breaking god can do everything hallelujah i know we are all young married so you never know where this podcast will get to amen Amen. but god can do everything i don't know the death situations you are doing with i don't know the matters you are going through but we all one way or the other need a reminder that god can do everything hallelujah even especially when it comes to this economy ghana and our state god can do everything Hallelujah. You, you have to believe it. Look at him and say, God can do everything. Amen. I was listening to um, one, one guy. It's a, it's a young, young American, black American that has become born again and with such fire. I mean, he has a past in drugs, homosexuality, and all. And he's married now, beautiful woman. They are on fire for the Lord. And, uh, and one of his, his posts, he was encouraging America. I said, look, God can bring life to America again. He said, I know some of you look like our country is gone. When he said, I said it is gone. <laughs> when you look at America now, it will take a miracle. But the beautiful thing about God is that God likes difficult and impossible situations. Hallelujah. That's how come I know that God is in Ghana. Because he looks like it's tough, it's difficult. I'm telling you, recently I was talking to somebody uh, who worked with uh, one of the institutions of, of our uh, I mean, the finance institution of of our country. And he said, look, when you, he said, last year, getting last year, coming to this year, all indicators showed that our country was gone. That our final, everything was gone. Like, this country was about crashing. In the books, it shows. Everything was about crashing. But he said, there's a, he he was telling me, there's there's a, 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 a part in econ- a, a economics that he said the finger of God because the book shows that this is crashing but some way somehow we are able to move beyond the situation and he said that's how God uh, Ghana because everything showed that we are about crashing even people were telling their children where you are outside stay there don't come <laughs> the ones here are finding a way to come to you <laughs> People made plans, people look, people made plans, giving up of this economy. But we are here. Hey, we are here. People are still building, people are still buying, people are still going back and forth. We are not hungry. Look at your neighbor and tell God Can do anything, God can do anything. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God can do maybe. No wonder our finance minister was quoting scriptures like the way he was quoting. Every ten will quote scripture. Because we be a do no. <laughs> if God has it come through. even look, we have top eh, top economists. We have people have been just, yet we have borrowed years and years and years. Still borrowing. God can do everything. Shake your new and let's look at God. God can do everything. God can do. Hallelujah. And it says, and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. You can see that there's a purpose in a plan that is holding Ghana. I'm telling you, it's not because we are handsome, we are beautiful for whatever reason. It's a purpose of God. Ghana is on the agenda of heaven. There's a purpose of. I think we said I was just talking to one of, one, of, one of my friends. He said, "Look, when you travel, you see that look, Ghana. There's a there's something going on here that is divine and beyond our comprehension." I'm telling you. Bible says it's the Lord that de- determines the boundaries of nations. And the Lord was the one who the boundary of this nation and what is supposed to be done. And so if we can go into the mind of the devil, oh man level this nation should have toppled by now. But there's a plan of God that nobody can withhold God from it. That God keeps holding this nation. Amen. So all our prayers and all those, it's not for nothing. All our worship and it's not for nothing. It is doing something. Am i Am making some sense Somebody, somebody? Uh-huh, Aha, shake your neighbor. and say, neighbor. Neighbor, 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 neighbor. I know you don't have a plan for this nation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see, everybody, your response shows that it's true. Right? You don't have any plan for this nation. That's why you're abandoning it. That's why if you get a chance, you leave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you give a- and it's fine it's fine you don't have it but god has a plan for this nation hallelujah proverbs nineteen twenty one says many plans are in a man's heart or mind but it is the lord's purpose for him that will stand when you study purpose especially the old testament you realize that majority of the point in reference to purpose has to do with god's plan for man not man's plan for himself so oftentimes the bible tries to oppose and tell you the difference between man's plan and god's plan remember man was created like like god and once god has a plan man will also have a plan and there's nothing wrong with man's man planning the problem is that oftentimes man's plan opposes god's plan hallelujah so God is not against your plan. He said, many plans are in man's mind, but it is the Lord's purpose for him that will stand. Hallelujah. Why? Because he knows the end from the beginning. This shows that God is not passive, or is not a passive observer of events in life. God is not passive observer. Oh, well. Which month are we? August. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> Let's see whether they'll make it. God is not sitting in heaven and the angels are looking at. Would they make it? Would they not make it? No. God is not passive. Look at them and say, God is not passive. Yes. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says. It's his counsel that shall stand. It means that God is active in it. His works and plans never fail because he will do. All his pleasures, even you as a man, you want to do all your pleasures. Even you as a man, you want to do all your pleasures. If I give before you, I put before you two drinks the one with sugar, the one without sugar. You're like to go down with sugar because why you have taste buds in your mouth that we want to. You want to do things that go with you. How much more the divine, the heaven, 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 our heavenly father everything you want to go according to his plan his plan shall stand hey i'm making some sense somebody yeah his plan shall stand for you for your life and he has a plan that you don't live a life of a single person amen oh those of you that can say oh god will we die single and all those No. <laughs> amen it's a god isn't just watching the entire parade of history he's not just doing so he's directing the parade somebody said god is directing the parade is directing and i know sometimes it's very difficult when we look at the move of evil and we are wondering is god in it yes god is in it god is in it what is god doing directing it for his glory hallelujah yeah remember god stands in the center of history as one who acts on his will god stands at the center of history as one who acts he acts in accordance with his will to his will god acts everything he acts god is in it His goal is always what he wants, what he does, is to bring glory to his name. The Bible said nothing can thwart God's plan. Nothing can destroy it. In other words, nothing can abort it. Nothing can abort it. I know. I know of a guy who was, was aborted. They attempted to abort him about twice. <laughs> the first he said you have aborted. And the second time, but the person still made it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, are you in the house? Yeah, 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 yeah. Some plans of God. If God wants the child to be born, you do whatever it is. The child will come. <laughs> uh, yeah. And this one, I'm telling you, they still they are bought it Hey, are you in the house? Yeah. Some of us here. Yeah, when our parents thought about it, the head that we were born your father heard that you, your mother is pregnant and say, Ah no <laughs> but the Lord came to fight that plan yeah the Lord came to fight that plan whether by discouraging or by whatever it is or making sure that the, 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 the money was not found your parents will not tell you all the story I'm telling you Sometimes even married, married, you know, they say they don't want some children. Yeah, they are not ready for some children. Yeah, but God's plans shall stand. Amen. That's why now you are sitting with your big head. <laughs> Sometimes the reason why your parents or your mother didn't like you laughing plenty because you, they didn't plan for you in the first place. <laughs> so when you laugh plenty, boys are not. I, I, I told you of a, a couple that locked the womb. After giving birth, they went to lock. The woman went to lock the womb. The following year a child came. I think the man went to lock first. The child came. Then the following year said you also go you go and lock. Another child came. <laughs> Yes, so they tell you they went to they went to um I go warn the hospital if 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 another child shows up we'll sue you. (laughs) Hallelujah, God's plans must stand. Yeah, God's plan will stand. Look, God has a plan of 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 um filling the earth with His people. So, if you go and go and give your womb, a child will come. Hmm. I'm telling you, go and whether you are ready, you go and give your womb, you go and rent your womb, a child will come. It's a warning, a child will show up. It's, oh God, you have to my plans. God said, my plan <laughs> my plan it will stand, amen. Are you in the house? aha uh-huh. Tell God's plan will stand God's plan what does it mean to live by purpose because I said we are supposed to there's a God purpose for everybody and everybody's supposed to live in it. it means not living randomly but living with a positive intentionality it means not living randomly it's not a life is not by cha-cha Hey. it means not living by what one feels is right or logical that's not that's not living by purpose it's not about you logical thinking nor by your own feelings and that's the way the world lives that is a portion of the man of the world by feelings i feel i feel i feel i feel like we have to divorce I feel like it is not. It's not about your feelings. God's purpose are greater than our feelings. They are far, far greater than our feelings. Are you in the house? Yeah. It is not haphazard. We're not living by. It's not haphazard here and there. No, no, no. Or by an accident. No. The world's ways of, live, of, of, of uh, or definition of purpose. Is usually by power, pleasure, wealth, and by man's intellect. Pleasure, wealth, power, or intellect. And that is how the world offers us meaning. Are you with me? And sometimes we, even as believers, fall to that. He has more money. As a person of purpose or is living a great life. Yeah. So people are doing all they can to get as much money as they can. But no. Hey. Are you in the house? Or those who have the the most women? Or the women who have the most they can they can they can they, they, they can gather. <laughs> The woman with the front and the back and the sides, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you have that, you are gone. So now the women are adding extensions everywhere. Extensions, exten- Recently, I met a woman. If I saw the, the lady. The eyelashes. I, hey, I don't want to sweep. You they want to sweep the ground or something. I wonder even she was seeing. It. I, I'm sure she was. She's, she's looking at things too. Hey, why? Hey, seriously, some thick. I don't know. Look, it's like something I could I could remove and add my stick and mop my or sweep my house with. <laughs> Hey. Extensions upon extensions. Extensions upon extension It's becoming a way of living. It's like that, that is, by that they are living meaningful lives. There was a woman, black lady. I thought she was so beautiful. She went to do some extension. The bottos one, what do you call it? Liposuction, section, yeah. At that, they just, and then it exploded. <laughs> yeah. I've actually heard a woman died on the plane. Having that, yeah, because the higher it went, (laughs) it started expanding. Then you can imagine the trauma it would give all the men in the room, in the plane. (laughs) I should never sit by it admiring it. to blame hollywood too much imagination <laughs> no, but but and the woman she lost her limbs yeah she she lost her limbs she didn't die she lost her limbs but after losing her limbs, now she sees that she's beautiful <laughs> human being eh? <laughs> yeah in the article now she's admiring herself And being grateful, having lost the limbs and all, now she's being grateful. When she had it, no. Adding breasts here, extra breasts, extra bottles. Oh. Hey, are you in the house? (laughs) Shake your neighbor and say, Neighbor, there's purpose for you. There's purpose for you. Tell the we don't live as the world lives. We live by God's plan. Tell the person we don't live as the world lives. We live by god's plan we live by god's plan now i'm still on the first one how do we you know fulfill this purpose the god purpose and we can see that through jesus christ jesus is our greatest example jesus our greatest example john 12 27 to 20 it says now my soul is troubled and deeply distressed. That's Jesus. What shall I say? These are the latter part of Jesus' life. Father, save me from this hour of trial and agony. But it is for this very purpose that I have what? Come to this hour. This time and place. Rather, I will say, Father, glorify honor, extol your name. Then a voice came from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and I will glorify it again. John 17 4, I have glorified you on the earth by faith, by faithfully doing everything you have told me. John seventy one to five. it says, "I glorify you on earth by, complete, by completing down to the last detail what you assigned me to do, to the last detail." Now, what am I saying? When we look at Jesus, Jesus shows us what it means to live a life of purpose. And at the latter part of Jesus' that's what it's throughout the life of Jesus, um, you see that everywhere that Jesus says, and from what Jesus from looking at Jesus, one thing stands out to live a life of purpose is to live a life with God's glory as the goal is to live a life with God's glory as the goal because nobody ever lived any greater life than Jesus the fact the interesting thing is that even Jesus's enemies know that it was is Jesus (laughs) yeah yeah they know that is 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 a guy Nobody ever lived a greater purpose. Who ever lived his life to be hung on a tree and die for his enemies? Who has ever done that before? <laughs> so, if ever we are looking at what purpose should look like, it's obviously Jesus. And for us as Jesus followers, those of us who say we follow Jesus, he is our greatest example. This I try to state over and over and over again. No man of God is your greatest example. No, I would call it, person in history is your greatest example. No theologian. Jesus is our standard. Sounds of Jesus, Jesus. So in everything, especially in the study of purpose, we obviously have to look at Jesus. And Jesus said, "For this hour, for this reason, for this purpose, I have come to this place." And what is that? To bring glory to you. To do what? Bring glory to you. So look at your neighbor, neighbor. Neighbor. God allowed you to come out, even though your parents were there to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> because of His glory, Hallelujah! Yeah, that's why you are here. We are here because of His glory. As of why you are in Ghana because of God's glory, Amen. You are here because of God's glory, Amen. Amen. When you look through the life of Jesus, you look at through scriptures, you see that the Bible expresses two kinds of purpose for believers. We have the general, and we have the specific. The general and the specific. And the general is first what I've already established the glory of God. The general for every believer is glory. If you cannot see God's glory in what you are doing, what you are doing is wrong. You are not doing what God created you to do. I don't care what you are doing, even if you are the one that is bringing 100 and something million to deliver Ghana. If glory, God's glory is not. Intrinsic is or revealed or manifested. You are in the wrong place. You are doing the wrong thing. We exist for God's glory. I will say to the north, give them up. And to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from far, from far away. And my daughters from the ends of the earth. Anyone and everyone who is called by my name. Whom I have created for my glory. Whom I have formed. Even whom I have made. Isaiah 43, 6 to 7. We are made formed for God's glory. This is the general will of God. General purpose of God for everyone. You are made for God's glory. Are you with me? Should I move out of the country? Should I stay? The first question you must answer. Glory. God's glory. If you cannot answer that or if you can see that is directly opposed to his glory then you are not to do it. Yeah, I'm making some sense. For instance, when 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 I went to Amsterdam, there's a, there's a red light district. We went there, went to spend some time there. Yeah, you have to know. So, we went to walk there. You have to open your eyes so you know. And they were, look, what we were doing were jobs. The government has allowed it to be, to be there. That's why I was there. It, it wasn't just one street too. It's a whole, it's a sizable place. Lots of rooms, lots of, and they were all paying tax. So if you go, if you travel and somebody says, there's a job, and that is to come and clean tables at uh, some of these establishments. Isn't there a job? Would it be right for you to go do? They are throwing you out of your room. (laughs) They are kicking you out. Hey, am I making some sense? Is it right for you to do? Because sometimes people think what is to be done is based on what is needed. No. It's not what is needed. It's It's not even what's even going to keep you alive. You have to choose God's glory even over your life. Because living outside of God's glory, you should have, as, as, as well count yourself dead. Because, and I'm going to show you, it's, everything is about God's glory. We live for his glory. His glory is, 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 is the purpose that brings meaning to our life. Yeah. When Christians gather, it's not just the sound of it. It's not just for what we do. But at the end of it, God must be glorified in our gathering. That's why Jesus said that there must be love among us because love will manifest Him and that points to His glory. If you have a bunch of people gathering, making noise, sharper, 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 using things and then using the name of Jesus, but they are not glorifying God or they are not doing anything that's bringing glory, they are out of place, they are out of purpose, they are out of God's meaning for their life. I'm not making some sense to somebody in the house. Yeah, you can't make decisions on whether you should marry or this in based on breasts. It has to be on God's glory. Hey. With coming together with this person, help manifest God's glory. That's the reason. Well, saying you have to, I mean, we be in the same house, is, is it going to lead to God's? That's all. That's all. About, why are we giving birth to children? It shouldn't be just because we have this thing we can give birth. That's not the reason. So, because we have money, we have a house, and we have how do you call it the tools to produce. No neither should it be just because your grandmother or your mother is persistently asking you for children because you have people who have given birth to children who looks like the devil yeah christians have produced children and they look like a the devil they've all become the devil's apprentice you have to give birth knowing that out of that god is going to be glorified Hey, I'm to make it some sense to somebody. Yeah, I'm going to raise children that are going to bring glory to God. They'll live their life and everybody can say, what a God. What a God. Are you in the house? Yeah, not children that actually, hey, are you in the house? We exist to bring glory to God through the fulfillment of the assignment given to us. That's our purpose. We exist to bring glory to God through the fulfillment of the assignment God given to us. Number two. So the first one I try to answer a bit of on on words. Yes, the God purpose for everybody. Now, number two, you must serve that purpose. It is not automatic. God may have that purpose, but that purpose cannot serve itself. Galatians 1 15 to 17 says, but when God, who had chosen me and set me apart before I was born, this is Paul talking. And called me through His grace, was pleased to reveal His Son in me, so that I might preach Him among the Gentiles as the good news, the way of salvation. I did not immediately consult with anybody for guidance regarding God's call and His revelation to me. Nor did I even go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me. But I went. Some but I went. I can not say, but I went. But I went toward Arabia and stayed a while, and afterwards return once more to damascus what i'm saying is that once purpose is known they must move. once purpose is known you must move paul said but i went once i got to know i moved the christian in africa and especially ghana likes hearing about what god has intended for them rather than doing it <laughs> and then go to go to another service, another, and go to another, and go to another. We like the accumulation of the knowledge of what God is going to do with our lives, rather than walking in what God has called us to, to do. Yeah. Our ears like the sound of somebody calling your name. Eh, sewa. Eh, we we bra. Meanwhile, people who are not even hearing the prophetic word of God are moving in, in God's will. Yeah. Shake your neighbor and say, Neighbor, are, you have to move, you have to move, you have to move. Hallelujah. You have to move. Bible says in Romans eleven twenty nine 29, it says, And when God chooses someone and graciously imparts gift to him, they, they are never receiving it. Now, what I love about this scripture is says, look, God never changes his mind about the things he has called us to. <laughs> God never changes his mind. So it means that once you move on it you are right. Yeah. They are irre- irre- irrevocable. God's plans, giftings and call n- nothing changes it. Once he has set it. So how can you be wrong? Like I do college you can't fail. <laughs> I'm tell you you see it's not as if God changes his mind I said well oh, you know what it says um, the the it says many are the plans in a man's mind now when I was doing study said look m- because we don't know all things men change their mind often so for instance high school um, I'm going to be an architect then you starts to so most when you realize that there's so no much money they all a sudden, you change your mind I mean some of us we have changed our mind <laughs> you have changed our mind uh, why because we don't know all things but God who knows all things once he says this is for you as of the Bible says he has already declared the end from the beginning he knows what the end looks like So when God says this is for you, he is not going to change his mind in the midst of it. God considered the economy when he decided that you are going to do this thing. What are you talking about? He considered the economy present and the economy tomorrow. That is why once you know God's will, you just move in it. You just move in it. For instance, when God called me to um, youth ministry, when I look at my state, youth ministry was the wrong decision. No, you, you don't do youth you work when you don't have money. But God knew the economy after the present when it started, and he knew the economy that was coming. God has taken all, in, all those factors into consideration. And I'm telling you, he said, this is the best for you. Yeah. And thank God that God is a wise one. Yeah. And over the generations and times, God proves himself to be right. Amen. Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, you just have to act. Act on the way, Act on what God has called you. Act on it. Act on it. Act on it. If you are losing a job because of God's glory, lose it. Hey. Lose it. Because as a matter of fact, God has considered. I remember one of our well, one of my daughters called me over um, uh, the she, where she was working. The boss exaggerated an incident concerning her. Exaggerated. Not the boss, maybe the immediate supervisor, rather. Exaggerated it. And then the thing landed with the supervisors. I mean, she had to go in and they talked. And they tried to, tried to solve the matter. But once it got to where it got to, over time they just said they have to end the 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 contract and i told her let's 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 trust god let's let's trust god and and pray so the minute they told her we prayed and then she was looking for another job oh my god god is a good god and then a certain job offer came and she applied the job offer went to the interview i'm sure i even when i prayed for her. she said some of these things they'll promise you but don't you know They give you all the assurance it will work, but and she had done that other interviews before she was even losing this job. So in her mind, she was not going to get this. But I told her, look, as what the purpose and the plans of God, you never know. Guess what? She was there. They called her. When they called her, later she didn't even know. Later she realized that the offer was better than where she was. The job also came is closer where she lives. Number three. There is serious food and lunch. <laughs> I'm telling you. And then the job, the job says she she doesn't have to work from the office. She can work from home. So as a she goes to she likes to go to the job because of the food there. <laughs> because of the food there. Hallelujah. When they were sacking, God had already considered it. I'm telling you, sometimes we hold on to things God says, move away from. Yeah. We hold on to things God says, move away from. Move from here. And we hold on to things that are, that are not bringing glory to god it's not bringing exaltation to your spirit you are there you are there and you don't feel like a christian you always look like a foolish person being a christian and you are still there my friend move on hey am i telling someone in the house yeah. yeah move on because the plans of god is god is not like man where god is doing it. hey would this work with this work? no he had already considered once you know the will of god and the plan of god move into it tell everyone move into it move into it, move into it. Shake the one that says, and "Move into it. What are you waiting for? Hey? Jesus said, "You are the salt and you are the light. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Right? No does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but a, a lamp stamp and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they will see. They will see what, your good deeds our purpose is directly linked to doing something and they are called good deeds some good deeds good deeds that's what it is good deeds you cannot say i'm a person of purpose while so good do is doing nothing no but by reason of of what you have said you have even cancelled what you're saying by saying i'm a person of purpose because purpose in this sense may, means that you are actively doing something you are actively doing something hallelujah and if God has created you for his purpose the question I want to ask you is what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing every day every moment every time of your life what are you doing hey let your life so shine calling them to himself Jesus said to them you know that those who who are recognized as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them and their powerful men exercise authority over them but this is not how it is to be among you instead whoever wishes to become great among you must be what Servant. what am I saying your purpose means you have to work but here's a catch it's to serve whatever giftings and calling God has given to us is a position of service is a position of what service whether you are even a manager of a bank is a position of service because that is how God's glory is manifested among men because he said he said I am your Lord and I came you call you call me Lord Lord and when I came among you what do you see me I came to serve I came to serve I believe part of the reason why people are not identified sometimes their purpose is because they are not looking at positions of service remember I said our purpose is can be seen in the Bible in two forms: general and specific. The general is God's glory. The specific is those opportunities that are, you find yourself, or those opportunities of service that you find yourself in. Yeah, those opportunities of service. Once you ignore opportunities of service, my friend, you will never be able to walk in your great purpose. Service. Someone say service. somebody say service yeah I'm your Lord but I serve who are you serving hey people some people like churches that nobody knows them so they will not be mandated to serve yeah these are things that make people choose a church I've heard it over and over so I like this place because nobody knows when I come I sleep in I sit and I go nobody knows me nobody can call me to account what are you doing how are you serving Hallelujah. Yeah. But if you are not finding place of service, my friend, you will never be great. 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 We need a servant church. Hey, am I talking to someone in the house. We need words. We need a serving church. You see, the church has an institution in our bid to make people comfortable. We are raising lazy people. We are raising stuck-up people. That's what's happening. Because you know, we have to create our environment in such a way that the people that come will feel comfortable. Like I said, I'm sure that very soon we we'll have church service where when you sit panel, you know, um tea is just moving around. See, coffee. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the chair once you just you just you just, just live do something live and then your leg is lifted up if Jesus just tired of the time the the chairs will have arms i will lift your arm for you <laughs> hey but we are not that's 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 not the goal for church that's not the goal for a church so you see, we have churches, but church, the churches are not great in their communities. Because the position of a church is not to serve. I'm not making some sense to you. It, it's becoming a comfortable place for certain people to walk in, but it's not the church's position to serve. Because as a mother, by the time church is over, somebody goes to enter into a luxury car and just goes away. Also, also, yeah At best as they give their tithe they come they give their tithe. i after i a church in this morning so, so not gives tithe. can you tell the person come and sweep the chair come and uh, sweep the, the place no yeah hey but jesus said me you call me lord what did i do i i said i removed the towel went down and cleaned your feet so i've set you an example we want to enter into a places of what uh, purpose church church are you in the house even where you work even where you work some of the reasons people don't follow you to church is because you are not serviceable yeah you are competing to be lord over there i'm not saying that when you have an opportunity you should take it take opportunity but when you go there serve some things clean some things do for somebody else that's what you're supposed to do do for somebody else do something go the extra mile show that you care let the posture of service which is in our spirit be seen at your place of service by so doing the bible said that we are like a, a yeast we are like a yeast we will affect the entire uh, uh, company yeah. hey you can affect the company by your your church's poster jesus whatever the overcoming spirit then then put it on your chair (laughs) higher and higher and higher then post it Say, let's go to church No, same you let's say that this church is a day of service community you see we all find an excuse very a, a few will be here but majority of us will find an excuse why we can the idea that you even come into church, come and serve no crowd hey major aspect of service in church is is a stage where the light is on and there's more glory no that's over the reason we climb here more churches climbing because there's more attention more glory people know you you get married faster (laughs) hey yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you want to get married faster go to church a sizable church and all that climb the stage Time they say very soon, you see. I remember when I was in Christ temple. Ah, there's this girl who always used to come. Oh, today. <laughs> every time. Every time he lose oh, is he smiling? Is it so positive? And then I said, hey, sister. Sister, relax, relax, relax. <laughs> hey, are you in the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's look for a place of service. Look at it, look at I said, Look for a place of service. Look for shake your nose and look for a place of word look for a place of service and then lastly the last point purpose has a time limit to it james 4 13 16 says come now and pay attention to this you say you who say today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city and spend a year there and carry out our business and make profits the people in the house Uh uh-huh yet you do not know the least thing about what may happen in your life tomorrow tomorrow i'm going to america i get to california and i'm telling you tomorrow i'm going to china you know and i'm going to (laughs) yeah (laughs) amen He said what is secure in your life i'm reading amplified version what is secure in your life what is, what, is, what is it? What is what? What is secure in your life? You are what? Hey, like a what? A puff of smoke or what? A waste of smoke from a cooking cooking pot. The next time you are cooking, look at it and say, "Hey, Bible said this. Who I am? Seen a moment gone, right?" He said, "What? Well, there is what?" That is what visible for a little while and and vanishes. Stop overhyping yourself above God's will, God's glory, and God's intentions for your life. Stop. Stop overhyping yourself. It's just today that there's light on you. Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And that's life. And this brings to the, the, the fact that look, it means that we have to take purpose very, very important. We have to take God's purpose very important. While we are just but nothing, Bible says in Psalm 33, verse 11 the counsel of the Lord stands forever. Forever. The thoughts and the plans. Of his heart through all generations you are nothing but God's thoughts are standing going beyond your generation and the generation after you I was watching something and come on he said look he said God is exalted every time he said not only when you are weak not only when you are grateful As of when you are asleep God's name is being exalted every time every moment God's will and God's thoughts is being exalted so there's something greater than you throughout all generations said so the counsel of the Lord stands forever the thoughts and the plans of the Lord what of his heart through all generations Some say through all generations and then for David after he has served the purpose of God in his own generation so what's a generation? we are talking about generation you are talking about people born and living at about the same timeline hey. so for me I was born in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> i'm in my 40s people in their 40s they are in my generation people in their 30s they also have their generation are, are there 20s in the house are there 20s in your ha- in the house yeah <laughs> in the book the man beh- uh, the man in the mirror Patrick Molle recounted an experience he had when he went to I think building, you know the te- tennis to watch uh, tennis and while he was there he noticed I think that I think the last competition and so what they were doing is that they were calling the previous generation champions so they started from 1960 something and so when they started the clap was very low because the current generation didn't know. The next one, too, the clap wasn't that loud because they don't know until they came to the present generation, and the clap was just so loud. Just a matter of time, day two, their clap will be less. Because another generation is going to come. Now, God has not called you to worry about another generation, He said, Worry about your generation, serve your generation. Bible talks about uh, in 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 Judges how a generation arose and not knowing God how is it so because a certain generation did not serve their generation well hey I'm make some sense somebody yeah I want to ask you what are you doing to serve your generation ask your neighbor, and neighbor how old are you what are you doing to serve your generation I can't hear you I can't hear you I can't hear you how many of us are in our 20s it means that the church must be full of lots of people in their 20s hey the place is quiet because as you are going to your 30s <laughs> or you think you're going to be for 20 forever look at the one that's just jump yeah yeah. Tell the person you are moving soon. You will be in your thirties. Thirties people are in the house. You are soon going to get to your forties, and then the forties people we are moving towards our fifties, and then the fifties will move towards their sixties, and then the sixties will move towards their seventies. And the seventies who moved towards their eighties, ah, and that's why Bible said, "You see, there's no pleasure in life. You have tools, but they can't work." Oh, <laughs> I'm telling you, they are just decorations. They are just decorations. They are just fixtures, fixtures on your body. <laughs> they can't work. Icons. <laughs> Hey, tell a neighbor you have to serve your generation. You have to serve your. Shake the one that said, You have to serve your generation. <laughs> Hebrews nine twenty seven says, and, it, and just as is appointed and destined for all men to die once, and after this comes certain death, certain judgment. Come certain judgment. Five things stand out. Listen, guys. One, death is an appointment. Nobody can avoid it. Now, Death brings an end to a purpose for your life, specifically for your life. So it means that by death, your purpose is coming to an end. So you do have forever to fulfill it. Some of you that are thinking that, oh, tomorrow I'll do, oh, tomorrow I'll do, tomorrow when I travel and this and I come, I come and do. I'm telling you that you are heading towards a certain appointment you can't avoid. It's called death. It's a certain appointment. So when you think about death, you think old, only old people die. But it's not true, and I'm sure you know it. It's one of the rude awakening in life that even young people die. As of even babies die, how much more you reached 20? Hey, look at the one that says, Tell the third person you can't avoid it, you only prepare for it. Shake the one that says, You can't avoid it, you only prepare. Look, as far, I want you to look at the person. Look, look, for a minute, we are going to do something deep of you that like deep you're going to do something deep <laughs> thank god for uh, uh pastor gary he's the one that took the deep and and made it in such a way that since then i've i've looked at it different he said bible said there's nothing deep than love nothing deeper than love read the bible there's nothing deeper than love you want to go deep it's all about knowledge it's about love if all you know cannot help you to love you're a shallow person yeah so that's i don't do, don't do i rather than the little i know i know how to work in love amen so we're going to do something i want you to look at anyone next to you look at them do you look at them stare here left and right look at them look at them very very well and i want you to recognize that that face that handsome that look that beautiful face you're seeing someday will face this Has it catch your heart yeah sometimes you can't believe it. it's true look at them again look at the one in their back look around them look around that person you're seeing someday will see this unless jesus appears again that's the only way but let me tell you this jesus said of john the one whom he loves that if he chooses for him to stay alive till he comes, the guy is dead. So even if John, the one he loves, is dead. <laughs> uh, shake your neighbor as a neighbor. No, you see, I don't know how to have a solemn moment because I'm always, the reason why sometimes I'm, I always create a bit of love is it's easy to swallow some things when we are laughing. Yeah, sometimes when you want a, a kid to whatever, you put it in somewhere, then you're laughing, then you put it in their throat, it will, it will swallow. But there are also some moments that we have to think. I'm telling you that the one that is next to you someday will face something they cannot avoid. No matter the exercise they will do, no matter the the pills they will take. As a matter of fact, if money could save a man's life, Steve Jobs would have been alive. But Steve Jobs had an appointment with death. He came and he died. So trust me, they reach a certain state. Money can really not do anything. No matter how much you have, they have reached people said, go and go die. One of my sons, his uncle, is in the States. He's here. He says, they told him to come and die. He said, he's come to come and die. That's why he's come to Ghana, to come and die. now but we have a, a we have a way of looking at this He's is about to die everybody's going to die so the issue our our sadness shouldn't be about death it should be about what the person was a person able to fulfill the assignment while they are alive those are the concerns we should have about our loved ones so when you're talking to somebody next to you, it's not about your hair what do you do it you have to find out are you fulfilling god's assignment for your life because we all have a certain death coming what makes some sense that's why you have to be a facilitator in helping other people fulfill their god assignment are you in the house so all of us sooner or later must keep a personal unavoidable appointment with death sooner or later keep a personal unavoidable appointment with death b this appointment is for all men sounds say all men it means no exception men and women men and women three we are to die once if you have to die once it means you live once that should show you how precious your time is on earth it's what it's what you die and you have three more you're not a, uh, a eight more you're not a cat <laughs> you're not a cat cats crab, the cat does once They just can find yourself in in, in, in that situation you still survive that's the thing about them but cats cry die once tell me cats cry die once are you in the house? Yeah, 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 yeah. And number number four or D, there is a judgment. There is a judgment. Why is there a judgment? It means that God considers your actions and inactions very serious to him. That's what it means. God considers both your action and inaction serious matter to him so the judgment it's not just there are two types of judgment for those of us who are, belie- who are believe, um, believers we are going to be judged on our fulfillment of our assignment and rewarded but for those who neglected God's will for their life and did not accept Jesus Christ they will go to internal condemnation now here's the faith one which is most critical we still live after we die we still have a consciousness after we die so it means that this uh, purpose thing is very serious that's what it means it means that this purpose thing is not a joke it's a very serious matter you can't say that it's my life it's my life I want to and uh, shake your head like a gamma lizard. you can't do that it's not just your life it's God's purpose and plans for that life you can't just get up and pack and live you have people who pack and leave leave their families behind in the name of going to look after money Look, I look for money. Ignoring God's purpose and plans for their lives and their families. You went before God, and then you told us you love your wife. And then afterwards, you go and go impregnate her. And then you live there in the name of. You. you are ignoring God's eternal purposes and plans. Hey, am I talking to someone in the house? Hey, today that I came for you, I came for you. Hallelujah! There's something greater than money. It's called purpose. Tell me, there's something greater than money. It's called purpose. There's something greater than money. Shake the one next said tell the person. There's something greater than comfort. It's called word purpose. Shake the one. And say something greater than comfort. It's called purpose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are here, your hands are in things that are causing you to sin. Remove your hand. Remove your hand. It means I quit that work. Does your work lead people to hell? Does your word contribute to people going to hell? Hey, hey, are you in the house? You got to do what? Quit. Quit. It's better to stand before the Lord, having to do His will. Than to stand before him trying to explain yourself I know some people they have they, they prepared a lot of explanation to give the Lord when they meet the Lord <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. sometimes you can see by the way they give explanation to God's representatives yeah and sometimes when you talk I look at them and said I, you can see that's how they are prepared to answer the Lord because we are God's representative oh but pastor you see I, I can't I, 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 I'm, I'm not able to come to church because you know uh, i'm not able to wake up on time uh, they're giving those excuses but when you meet the lord maybe you don't know read the bible <laughs> one of the people that we can give account of who has met the lord is isaiah isaiah says i saw something that looked like him and he was full with such terror god didn't ask isaiah what have you done what have you not left down Isaac started confessing his sin <laughs> so you can imagine you who know you are clearly in the wrong and you meet the Lord how are you going to defend yourself how and on this side of eternity let me also use this way. on this side of eternity for instance how many of you can explain a car to a, a baby in the womb can you explain a car and the movement of a car can you explain that there's something called a manual and there's something called automatic to a baby? womb? No. Do you think a baby can get it? Even if you speak to a baby, do you think a baby can get what you're saying? Not in a slider moment. This is what it looks like. Consider. Let's consider ourselves in this life that we are in the womb, about to be breathed forth into eternity and time. So what I'm saying is that most of our excuses that we have here, when we meet the Lord, it will shock us that you things that we consider as important there will be nothing there will be nothing that's why it is wise that we 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 listen to the word of the law for our lives now for you to make your own plans and, and purposes I don't know I'm making some sense somebody yeah you are not wise person if you make decisions based on your life here, it? it's hard. Oh, money oh yeah Am I turn someone in the house. Yeah. So stop making decisions based on money. Just on just money. Let me I want to put it. Say. On just money. Think about God's eternal plans and purpose for your life. Think about what God is calling you for, what God has called your life for. Think about those things. Think about what is God looking for you. Now listen, are you in the house? Are you in the house? If we're going a bit more specific, listen, first and foremost, God's call for your life is to be saved. God's call and for every man, before any man will show for God's glory, is to be saved. Salvation is key. So salvation. Salvation. Ask, Ask your neighbor, are you saved? saved. Mm, are you saved? Because you know we have we have a situation where men will, they are singing about breasts and butters. a what they say, I give God glory. <laughs> oh, have, you, have, you, <laughs> have you seen? Basically, one of the Ghana, whatever. And then he was saying, and the songs is about, I mean, nudity and those things. And then he was saying that before they, they recorded, and his song is doing well. And they asked him how you know, he said, before they they, they recorded he they prayed. They asked the spirit of God to come and re- to preside over nudity. And the spirit of God said, Yeah, bless will glorify God. Let's do it, let's do it. Hey. That's not what first and foremost points to God's glory is salvation. Now, listen, guys, let me conclude. Listen, if that is true, it means that any act we do that leads men to salvation brings God glory. It means that the church that is hands is in, uh, winning souls is a church that is bringing glory to God. It also means that a church member who does not preach to anybody to be saved is not one that is working towards God's glory. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Church members, are you in the house? Farm members, are you in the house? A church member that is only comfortable. We're coming to come and meet friends and brothers and on alone. Coming to uh, listen, talk about what do you call it? Subjective things. No, no, it's about God's glory. And as a church that wants to glorify the Lord, we have to be of our souls. Shake your neighbor next year. We have to be of our souls. Come on, are you in the house? You have to get out of listen. Don't only leave your house because you are going to buy watchy down the street. Leave your house because you want to witness to so two people and come, and come back home. Two, sounds said two. Check your list, two, 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 two. That's the reason why you should leave your house. You, when you leave your house, I come in black rubber bag, black rubber bag, black rubber back. That's the only reason why <laughs> black, every day, black rubber bag, every day, black rubber back. Every day, black rubber bag. Every day, black rubber bag. Koto, do you call it? What do you call it? Kili wili, kili wili. Yo, 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 yo. And tea bread, tea bread. That's <laughs> the only reason why I get out of your house. red redoyo. Eh, koto redoyo, redoyo. Ma, me say me di yesam, me koni be Hey, are you in the house? <laughs> No, we have to be about God's. Am I making some sense, somebody? Uh huh. So, listen, listen, church, church, are you in the house? Church, are you in the house? What am I saying? God's glory is important. It precedes. It's beyond. And it's, more, it's far more important than our subjective um, thoughts and plans. And we cannot oppose God's plan. That's what the Bible says. It shall stand. Sometimes I have been seen. In, you know, in my few years of doing ministry I've seen people who don't realize that their actions oppose God's plan and God has gone beyond them because they never place the priority on salvation they never place priority on things that leads to salvation sometimes like, look you can be in church and God can go beyond you because you are not thinking about souls which brings glory to his name one time God came to them and said look you are trying to build panel, panel houses and you have left my glory there You have left things for my glory. You are trying to attend to your houses. You are are trying to attend to the comfort of your life. And that's the thing about the danger about the modern church. We are so much driven by comfort that we don't realize that we've moved beyond the things that bring God glory. Souls are important to God. Because when one gives their life to Christ, they can identify why God created them and then they'll live their life to serve their generation. May we serve our generation. Amen. May we be like David and serve our generation. Amen. And then when the time is up and we are to die, we'll die with, with joy. It's not that you are, you are 81. You say, hey, hey, If you have served God well, 81, you say, glory. When are you coming? Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Even so, come. Even so, come. Some of you are looking at by night, you are so fighting the Lord that you want to live. When you are 90, they'll take you out and go and dry you. <laughs> hey they bring you out in the sun dry you <laughs> and then they'll bring you back and your mates are all gone when you start talking better you see how don't to find an excuse to leave here and the children grandma grandma you can't see grandpa you can oh we must serve god in our generation hallelujah hallelujah amen farm church are we going to serve the lord are we going to serve the lord Amen, amen, amen. Shall we rise up on our feet? We hope you were blessed by this message. For more information, please visit our social media websites on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Family Alive Ministry. Please subscribe, follow, like, and share. God bless you and have a great week.